Yo guys, it's Layers of Life. It's your boy Milo. It's your boy Fabs. We're giving you Layers of Life. Episode 5. When we finally reached here, you know. Yeah, baby. Crazy. Episode 5. Crazy. I don't think they heard me. Episode five. 5. Tell them again. <laughs> We're here, man. Tell them. So it's going to be a great day today. Great, great episode for you guys. Um, we've got some amazing guests in the building today. Let, let them introduce themselves. Go on. We've got Stefan. Yes, yes. Stephen Asante. Um, go by the name of Empower You. I'm just a guy trying to make it in life and trying to live my life to the fullest, to be honest with you. I'll keep it there. Mm-hmm. And I'm his neighbor, yes. Carl yep. <laughs> The one and only, Mr. Are Loco. Where you are, yeah? Yeah, man. We're just here to just inspire and just talk and just be real. That's right. Yeah. Honest. Yeah. yeah, man. Cool, man. How, how you lot been? Like, getting here, was it, was it a struggle? How's your week been? You know what I mean? How's all that been? What's um, good? Getting here was painless. Yeah, can't complain. Um, week's been good. Last week was ridiculously um busy. Yeah. So this week's a bit slower. Any this projects week. you got going on? I do a few. Um, two secret and then yeah. Two <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like One that. of them ones. <laughs> <laughs> and two kind of day job angle in terms of like my pu- public speaking and mm. advisory stuff. So yeah, man, we're getting it done. It's nice. all good, man. Stuff. Good, good, yeah, good. It's been excellent, and week's been good as well. Uh, working in schools and studying counseling so i'll be doing that on thursday which is awesome uh, i'm just happy to be here to be honest mm. with you and get the conversation rolling um yeah i'm just looking forward to this especially the topic we're going to talk about mm-hmm. it's very dear to my heart so i look forward just to spewing whatever wisdom or as Carl said information that we can actually just talk about yeah definitely man no it's been a pleasure to have you guys here so thank you for coming down thank it means you, a lot man, man. we really thank appreciate it but yeah man Fabs, how you been? Well, I've been up since four o'clock this morning. I'm shattered. I'm shattered. I can't even remember where I flew to <laughs> oh, today. You know what? I, I think it's funny because every time we record, you always had a long day <laughs> or you've t- been out listen, from somewhere from work. Like when I tell all the time. you, my life is tired. <laughs> my life is actually tired. Yeah. Honestly, I don't remember where I went to today, but I think Portugal. That's where it was. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Portugal. Quick, quick yeah, 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 that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Faro, that was it. Faro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was alright. It's cool. Just a quick thing, and yeah. But no, man, can't complain. I've been fine. I've been blessed. Um, just been here, there, and everywhere. I guess my next couple trips I've got coming up is Punta Cana. Um, oh, you got it, you got it sorted then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Punta Cana, Barbados, then. and Barbados again. Ooh. Couldn't go Jamaica, unfortunately. Where's but Punta Cana? Punta Cana, that's Dominica Republic. Oh, lit. Yeah, Dominica Republic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, so yeah. Yeah. A lot of stories about DR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) A lot lot happens in DR. A lot. A lot, boy. But um, yeah, so I'll be going on Sunday. And um, yeah, I guess the next podcast, you definitely know exactly, you know, how it went and that, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. I can't complain, but bro, what's going on with you? How you been? What's good? You know me, same as always, man. I just had Stefan, obviously I also work in the school and it's just been hectic adjusting into this new role. yeah, I'm nearly got into a fight with a student. Because, <laughs> oh, you know, it's just yeah. it's just them ones where it's just... <laughs> nah, oh. man. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the authority here. Like, don't, don't question me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Had to sort that real quick. But yeah. yeah, man. Other than that, that's my first trial of this, since being here, innit? You know what I mean? But cool. other than that, everything's drawing and smooth. Can't complain, man. But yeah, life's sweet. Christmas coming up. End of the year. Like, things are just flying by so quick, man. For real, boy. But yeah, man, it's been sweet so far. I love that. Love that. But now, nah, man. Well... Thank you very much for everyone's obviously coming together today and so forth. I'm very, um, I'm really looking forward to obviously this topic today. And um, obviously you know how um, here at Laser Lab we're always going to be speaking about unspoken topics. And um, I feel like this topic is definitely something that needs to be like heard. Definitely you get what I mean? Needs to be addressed. Hundred percent. So today our topic is fatherhood. Fatherhood. And mental health in fatherhood as well. So obviously me and Fabian. Here, fatherless. Definitely, we ain't dads yet. Definitely not, boy. So we've got our two kings in the building here to give us a bit of knowledge on, you know, the upbringing of their own kids and how, or kid for both of you, um, and just the whole process not and how it's been. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Trying to make a football team, yeah. I'm trying not to. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to find the one so I can make a football. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man, like everyone clearly is on different stages in yeah, life yeah, right yeah, now. <laughs> so now I've been a father now for what? Well, I'm get it wrong. I think he's 
<laughs> you are definitely ready for the football team now. You've been in the game, bro. You've been in the game. So it's, it's, and so I think sometimes as men, we have to kind of embrace the unknown when it comes to raising children. And just last week, my son did something in school that shocked me because I see him as the angel. Mm-hmm. He did something that was quite bad. Can we get details? It's political, okay, because of his mum. Yeah? Okay, but okay. What I can say God. is that he was influenced and he did something that was out of character. Got you. Mm. You feel me? And it was yeah. like, oh my gosh. So I was I work with children, I work with young people, and I see how young people can be easily influenced. But then it's, it hits different when it's coming from your own. Yeah, of course, yeah. definitely. It's different, man. Something should. Am I harsh with him? Do I apply empathy? Do I just listen? Yeah. His facial expression doesn't look like he even cares. What's going on here? Okay, wow. what do I do? Yeah. So mm. your bed mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's Also, to see someone who has your character in front of you, mm. that's because I'm a twin as well. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're twins. We're twins. Yep. Okay. twins. <laughs> <laughs> but to see someone who reflects my character, I can see myself in him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a madness. A head spin. It, mm. Crazy. Head spin. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, growing, like him growing up, um, did you feel like, did you have a sense of some sort of parental paranoia in regards to not knowing whether your child could hurt themselves at a really, really young age and it might affect them moving forward or whether they're going to grow up to have bad friends around them. Like, do you have that parental paranoia of like not knowing the next step for your child, like for both of you anyway? Yeah. As soon as he was born. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I saw him, I held him. I thought, wait a minute, school? Uh-oh, friends? Ah, oh, measles? Ah, oh, chicken pots? Like, everything yeah. Yeah. at once, which I didn't consider. I just considered mm-hmm. them a child. Yeah. And then you think, okay, like my mum used to be very paranoid about me and my brother playing out. And then I found out that I was the same. Like, oh, wait one minute. He's going to be walking home by himself in school. And in the climate of London, it can be quite dangerous. Mm. So all of those things come flooding in. And to be honest, there's an anxiety that comes with that. Obviously, I'm a God-fearing person. I pray. But there's still that anxiety that, I guess, is just being a protective dad. But mm. I, I realised that, no, I didn't, I didn't factor in any of these things any, at all, really. And it, it, I think... Just, just having a child and raising a child, it's, like I said, you've got to embrace the unknown and you've got to roll with the punches as well. Nothing is predictable when it comes to your children. No, it's, yeah. No, absolutely. My, my son, Lion, he, he taught me fear. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. My kind of twang in life, not always been the case, but I would say from about the age of 12, mm. the theme is courage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
you know so it's almost um on the outside a lot of people perceive and put me in the category of being fearless but that doesn't exist mm-hmm. but definitely i employ a lot of courage you know and on some level i had a level of like healthy delusion you know that you know things will always work out i tend to <laughs> overestimate myself and underestimate situations mm. but the moment my son was born i knew fear i mean i actually me and his mum he um had a bad really bad case of um colic and reflux okay oh, okay and as a result like between the ages of like zero and four months he actually um went to the paramedics like three times i mean parents had to come to us um at one point he actually like stopped breathing um oh, wow yeah reflux is that so his breathing system um the reflux is when the actual like, actual food is coming like back up the milk all okay. the rest of it is coming from the nose and the mouth oh. and yeah like really scary times and they usually pass mm-hmm. and they can kind of get better as mm. they get that they develop more but for some reason it was just hitting them in quite a challenging way you know and at first we thought it was just purely our paranoia as first parents first time parents and then on one of the times when um the paramedics actually got on the scene they were like no no it's actually it's really bad like we've got to kind of you know sometimes they'll keep them all like overnight at one point you know and then as a result i we were never both asleep mm. ever like i did i actually took four months of work as a, um, a, a, a position to be able to do so and i took four months of work and i did midnight to 8am every day I mean, my wife doesn't know what a night time is, or three months old is, or two months old. She's never had like I'm literally from like zero to four months, midnight to eight a.m. That was me. I'm just looking at it, like not on my, not on my watch. <laughs> yeah. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> like, just looking my eyes in the cup. <laughs> you know that? So yeah, no, thank God. So it's over yeah, now. But absolutely, there is yeah, I know fear. Mm, yeah, totally. for sure. Totally. Yeah, man, it's interesting you say that as well because I feel like that whole concept of fearlessness, when you think of it on the big scope, is it really a thing? You know what I mean? Obviously, fear is there, and sometimes it deters you from becoming the greatest part of the greatest you that you can become. But sometimes avoiding or not feeding into the fear can push you in a better position. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, that's crazy. No, that's cr- and you know, is even just listening to both of you, like whenever I think about like having like potentially like having like a child or thing these things just don't come into my head at mm. all do you get what i mean all i just think is baby shower <laughs> then the birth <laughs> and then yeah the life lives on kind of thing do you yeah. get what i mean but it's crazy like when you're actually in something like you actually see things in it's such true. a different light do you get what i mean yeah. you know um one thing i wanted to ask you guys actually um when you first found out that you was having a child how did you actually feel like, what was your actual like Ooh. first reactions like what what was you actually saying it's crazy because uh i was married at the time okay and wait swear down yeah you ain't never told me this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait a second how old are you now 35 and nine years ago you would have been like, 26 okay okay yeah, okay yeah, yeah, no no yeah so i'm 26 and yeah. found out that he was coming let's say um 27 and okay i was ecstatic but it's interesting because i don't know if you guys are believers or what not yet, but we when she told me um she was pregnant mm-hmm. about a week i had a dream i had a dream and in the dream i saw him i saw his name i knew it was going to be a boy and skin tone everything 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 and i remember writing it down and i showed my that time wife she didn't believe me. No one believed me because obviously I'm dark skin. She's light skin. And I said it's gonna be light, it's gonna have pink lips, brown hair, and it's a boy. So um, I remember when we did the ultrasound and you know they tell me what it's gonna be. Yeah. I screamed so um, Aaron's grandma, that's my son name's Aaron, so his grandma was outside and we did the ultrasound. So when I screamed, she was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? I said, Tony, it was a scream of enjoyment. <laughs> I told you, I told you. So yeah. I was so, I don't know, but overjoyed overjoyed yeah i think Love that. it didn't hit me regarding the paranoia stuff that he was talking about until when i held him mm, until right. then speaking to the belly um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
see him react to EastEnders because we used to watch EastEnders a lot. Okay. And then EastEnders feel too, too, he's, he literally in the bed. Too, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sick. But um, oh. I was excited, man. But it's funny because everyone thought I was going to have a girl. Okay. Because I'm, I'm quite nurturing in nature. But nah. So when God showed me a boy, even I was surprised. But um, I, was, I was excited. Oh, that's good. Okay, oh, cool. Very similar. For sure. Mm-hmm. I was married at the time. Um, when the news came in. And it was before actually I actually expected actually. Definitely before. Okay. It was yeah, so if it weren't God's plan and my plan, <laughs> um line would have come when I'm thirty. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Now, now last week, oh, hey, I don't bring know. That, you know? <laughs> So yeah. But he actually came when I was twenty eight. Yeah. Okay. You know? So for me that caught, caught me off guard. But in a good way, mm. oh, yeah. you know. So I was, I, I was over the moon. I mean, like, and then it dipped. Then I weren't so over the moon. I was like, "Living there, this is happening." Yeah. And then when the belly started getting big, I'm like, "This is, oh, I love this. This is epic." Mm. You know, it becomes a bit more primal. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's actually know, happening, like, like you know, yeah. Yeah. even like, on an animal level. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know, you're just like, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just so. Mm. I was enjoying that and then yeah I think I was happy all the way until it changed my whole life <laughs> you know until that but yeah it was all good I enjoyed the news that is jokes that's good, that's good that's good nah to be honest the reason the only reason why I asked that question is because I mean obviously I, I love hearing these kind of stories you get what I mean but for me in terms of for people that obviously are expecting and they don't have this kind of feeling this is what kind of baffles me because for me new life is amazing whatever god puts into this earth is amazing do you get what i mean but to know that you know someone is not willing to participate in you know a life that you've also created i mean i don't know obviously everyone's got different views but i mean for me it's like how can you not kind of be there for your child mm. kind of thing so it's kind of like yeah it weren't always my philosophy Mm, okay. no 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 it's, it's no secret you know that the pink elephant in the room is that like i lived a very very different way mm-hmm, okay. you know and um during that time of my life i was an actual kind of like like addict okay in terms okay. Of like, you know so yeah, yeah, yeah. um a lot of it you know sowing seeds obviously mm-hmm. trying to be as safe as possible mm-hmm. and the reality is that when when someone did tell me that news, like it definitely didn't meet a happy response. Willing, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, eager. No joyful. You know, there was no joy. It was yeah. like, and even when it, any of my mates like would be like, "Bro, you know, she's pregnant." I'm like, "Blood, oh, she's pregnant." Oh. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's always like, it's a, like oh, I messed up. But it's like, like, yeah. You know what I mean? It was never met with joy at <laughs> yeah. all. You know, so I can I can understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, it just depends on where you're at and how you're right in terms of your philosophy. Mm. You know, are you seeing it for the life that it is or it's going to be? Mm-hmm. You know, then you will value it and you would, mm. you know, mm-hmm. you would want to embrace that. But yeah. No, I get that. I get that. At the end of the day, like, you know, you've had this experience and it's a thing where, because you've obviously, you've had it before. It's kind of like, you definitely obviously don't want to like, you know, go back or anything like that. Do you get what I mean? You know? Mm. Yeah. So I totally hear you on that. So even like, even when, in regards to, being a father now, do you think of the way you've been brought up or does the way you've been brought up influence or impact how you look after your, your child now? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, like, um, I, I, I've been very fortunate. I had awesome parents. Mm. You know, like, um, my dad, for an African man, <laughs> a West African Ghanaian Ghar tribe yeah. man, he was <laughs> very hands-on so he was like the envy of the like other african months you know what i mean he's like he breaks the mold you know that Mm -hmm. so like me i knew it was chinatown every two weeks it was going and feeding the birds in the park it was um going to play football every saturday with my pops it was you know it was that Mm -hmm. sort of thing active active you know he was hands-on you know Mm -hmm. so i think that that has in some way kind of informed how I interact with Lion. Yeah. Hence why maybe I even felt 
inclined to even take off the four months and be with him in of that course, way you know so yeah i definitely think it does inform how you later on go and some mm. it, for different people in different ways like mm. i got friends that never got what they needed and as a result they, they give everything everything yeah. in that way for me i just feel like it's just it's quite natural to be hands-on mm. mm-hmm. you know so yeah that's that's when you explained about your friends yeah that's like like me like from um six months my dad and my my mum they separated so i've never really known to be fathered okay got you so like <clears throat> i don't think my dad knew what my favorite show was or colors or anything of that nature he would just come when he could and take us mcdonald's really so i decided to myself that i'm not going to be that type of father i'm not with my son's mom but i've decided that i'm going to take interest into everything he likes so i made sure that he um i knew his colors i made sure that i taught him how to do shoelaces ride the bike abcs all of that so it what i what i felt was i was supposed to gain i gave to him and what i what i felt i lacked i gave to him you see what i'm saying and what i and what i even experienced because me and brother was raised by my mum, so we we experienced a lot of children are meant to be seen and not heard yeah, so okay. i said to myself i'm not going to do that with my son because i know how that feels um i i also remembered that growing up i never really felt i could talk to my parents so i'm glad yeah. you said you had yeah. a, a dad that's quite hands-on because i felt to myself okay i want to create an atmosphere with my son because remember i only have him every other fridays okay it wasn't always like that okay but from like nine to 12 months that's when things changed so i made sure the time that i have with him it has to be it has to be beneficial and to be honest i put a lot of prayer into it and my prayer was like literally no matter how far or how long it is that we're not together the bond will never be broken Mm -hmm. so that was my prayer and i made sure that i put that effort into it Mm -hmm. so like i know every i asked him and i had to kind of little things like i wanted me and him to have a handshake these are trade secrets mm-hmm. I've given, I've yeah. given you. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got this handshake he did from free. Um, I brainwashed into his head. When I say, um, what does daddy say? And he's like, oh, daddy loves me. To the point, it's like, oh, daddy loves me. Yeah. Yeah. But I brainwashed it. Yeah. And I realized that we kind of have to brainwash your children <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. You have to do it. And I think that's part of the joy of having a son that I can yeah. give him what I didn't have. But the negative things of the not being heard, um, even the beatings, if I'm being honest, like I think there's one time I, I hit my son on a t- tap on the hand, the way he cried, I was thinking, okay, I don't want that response. Yeah. So yeah. I had to really realize not to discipline him in anger, but more to discipline him in terms of him being able to understand and learn. Yeah. So logic, yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, not every child's the same, mm-hmm. but I had to do that because I used to get beats for no reason. So I'm saying, yeah, although yeah. it helped, but I, this day and age, he's that's lucky. one. He's friend. lucky you don't experience the kneel down and hold your ears. Listen, hey, 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 hey. I've got that. There's worse. I've got, I've got that. I've so got many that. times. <laughs> kneel down, put your hand up. Yeah, for sure. What? My one was, um, <laughs> you lean over, put one hand on, on the, the floor. floor with the one finger. Yes. And the back leg, up. the other leg yeah. up. Balance. If balance. you don't balance, yeah. Bruh. And you stay that's there. That's why African kids yeah, half an hour. Yeah, half an hour. And you dare not trip. You dare not trip. You better not No, no, no. Kane's waiting. Yeah, no, Kane's waiting for a lack of posture. It never got far enough for the ginger up someone's places, but yeah. listen, oh, no, no, I heard we're about gonna that. go there. He's the ginger no. gang. Yeah. He felt that. He felt it. He's got to body. He's got to body. I can see they got him. Scott's body. Scott's body. It wasn't even ginger, man. You must have committed a crime. Oh, bro. I was just, I was, I just, I just talk back. Like I used to, I used to be very inquisitive. Yeah, that's a crime. Yes, that was it. Yeah, that was yeah. me as well. Oh, take this. Oh, why? Yeah. Huh? What'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. My dad's favorite line: "Don't challenge me." <laughs> That's the one that would get me every time. Once you hear that, stop, stop, stop playing around. Listen. Stop the back talking. Just do as you are. Agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like in a way, it's kind of good that the kids of today. I don't think that they necessarily can be brought up in those environments now. I feel Definitely like it's not. too liberal. I don't it's think far too, too yeah. There's no far way. too much. Like there was um, no an article in the paper, a woman in Birmingham, she put ginger up her kid's bum. I heard. How did they find and out? And he went to school and I he told. ripped her apart. He told, he snitched. See, I couldn't do that she, as a child. She served prison time. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's child abuse. abuse. Ah. It's child abuse. Of course it's abuse. It's abuse, but yeah. for sure. I couldn't do that. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, no, no. What you mean? They're you, empowered you, now. You're programmed not to. Trust <laughs> me. Yeah. You, you can't even fathom that. Can't even. Can't yeah, even. Yeah, 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 Yo, your bro asks, "Are you right, bro? I'm alright." Yeah. Yeah. You won't even tell them really what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is nuts. Yeah. That's no, I had, change, I had, I had, like, my, my dad. As I said, my dad was a practical man. Mm. Mm. My dad worked as a bouncer in the West End Don't for like, see. like, you know what I mean. My dad's that guy. You know, yeah. he's just like. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a bit like, like he weren't, he was still a gone man. So he was, don't get me wrong. Like yeah. to this day, I don't give anyone anything with my left hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like mm. in in my house, that was Cannot like, do it. You, yeah. could, you can get the strokes. Yeah, like, literally. Push, like, you can yes. get strokes, you know what I mean? So I'm not saying that he weren't hands on, mm-hmm. but he adjusted to the fact where he's like, you know what? His children are in Britain. Mm-hmm. Right. You know right, what I mean? He right. did have that. My dad's a very kind of logical man. Mm. He's like, you know what? We're in Britain. We can't make it little Ghana. Mm. It's not in, it's not the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know what you mean? So yeah. And it's crazy, it's but crazy. I feel like a lot of no matter where you're from, yeah. any sort of background you have coming into London, they yeah. always bring, bring the culture. Right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and that's all they know. So exactly. to have a parent that is like, okay, let me Can take adapt. a approach. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That is yeah. literally a blessing. No, for mm-hmm. sure. You get a bit of both. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's you know? good. Yeah, I think it's, I think a, it's balance. a good balance. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> can't abandon the culture. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never. But no, I, I just find, yeah, I just find it just mad how, you know, when when you've obviously been brought up in a certain way, and obviously you've, you've seen life for yourself and it's mm. like, okay, cool. You're going to have to kind of, you know, strive in life in a different way kind of thing. So mm. when you obviously have your children now, it's kind of like, do you know what? I know it like this, but I'm going to do it like this kind of thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You know, mm. so, but it's kind of, like you said, it's a good little balance to have kind mm. of thing, you know? Mm. Um, I mean, listening to like everyone's kind of experiences with the fathers and everything like that. I mean, even little stuff, like you said, like the handshake and everything like that. Yeah. I think that literally like stuff like that, like, Children will cherish, you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I mean, what is your, what is you guys' views on, you know, people or fathers that are not there for their child exactly? What, how, how, how do you feel about that exactly? Like, yeah, what are your views? You know what? I just have a, in general, and I'm not trying to be difficult, I do have a no judgment policy. Okay. Yeah. It's just how I live, That's you good. know what I mean? So, okay. um, I never, justify but i try to understand mm-hmm. what what sequence of events could mm. have led someone to do you know yeah. especially in a nutshell when you've been a demon you don't demonize right yeah. you know yeah. and we all know when you know yeah <laughs> so at the end of the day you know that's a I good way you know, just, you know so um but personally my philosophy i don't know how you can have your seed on earth mm. like i mean like like that's on there ain't no man and I, I mean literally like yeah. I mean I would do anything you know like to be able to claim to be able to help frame to help pave a way for what is me yeah you know like as you like articulate before you like something that you're a twin but now you see this is you that's right you know what I mean so for me I'm like to have a bit of me out there that's not I couldn't personally and I don't feel like yeah, I feel like it's a crime. Yeah. You know, yeah. one that you shouldn't be imprisoned for mm. in terms of no judgment policy. But for me personally, yeah. my philosophy, no, mm. no. It's, it's, it's mad because like, through, through, when I was younger, I, I, I used to have the understanding, yeah, you can never do that. Nah, man, it's, it's terrible. Guys like that should be thrown in the bin or whatnot, whatnot. Until I got married, got divorced, uh, had my, I had to go to court to see my son and went through all of those shenanigans and went through extreme stress, depression, anxiety, and not knowing what to do. I realized that, hmm, okay, maybe Toby's dad couldn't take the pressure. Maybe Toby's dad wasn't built for that type of stress. It doesn't necessarily have to mean he's a deadbeat guy, but as you said, through understanding of circumstances, mm. you can kind of gauge that, okay, maybe it was difficult for no, you. No, but that's a different bracket, bro. Because mm, mm, mm. you're talking about with the um, resistance. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, not, not, not abandonment. Okay. Not abandonment. Okay. That's resistance. Yeah, 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 resistance. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like that's, if there is, you know what I mean? That's where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, different. Yeah. Abandonment. Yeah. If we're talking about abandonment, yeah. I, I, personally for me, nah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. After mm-hmm. holding him, like that. 
I, I, when I held him, I don't know if you cried, bro, but I cried when I held him and I tried to fight it. And, and my, my good mate at the time was like, no, 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 no. Let it flow, man. Yeah. Let it flow. Man. <laughs> Let it flow. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I can I can never abandon. Even even if um, me and his mother have issues, trust me, it's 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 never the children's fault, mm. ever. Course, course. And that's something that I have had to employ in every facet of my relationship with his mother. That he's not to blame for what goes on between us. Like he, if, I, I would prefer that he doesn't even know if anything goes on between myself and his mother, but all he knows is that dad loves me and dad is here and dad's gonna be here regardless of the situation, mm. be it text, be it phone call, be it FaceTime, be it one-to-one. He has to know that. So I don't know, I just, I don't know, if we speak of some of my guys, if when, when they abandon or abandon a child or whatnot, it's usually main, mainly because of their this dislike for the yeah. other half. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Usually. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a theme. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. So it's like you gotta take out the equation or him out the equation. You know, you gotta focus on because at the end of the day, like my friend told me last week, you know he's your responsibility, right? And he echoed it. And it's like like he's your son, he's your child. Like he's actually your responsibility, regardless of how how much much times you have him or how long you're with him, he's your responsibility. You have to put that in mind. And I guess the older they get and the more independent they become, I've kind of lapsed in that understanding that he's my responsibility. When he when he's younger, of course, you're, you, if you don't feed him, he's, you know, my son can now go to the fridge and get what he wants. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Lion can't do that. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So I've realized the older they get, I have to reinforce even more. You're my responsibility. Regardless, like even when you're 18, you're my responsibility. Even when you're married, you're my responsibility. I have to make sure you're a good husband or Mm -hmm. I have to make sure you're a good employee. I have to make sure what I've instilled in you is actually working. If not, we're going back to the drawing board and you can't tell me anything about Mm -hmm. going back to the drawing board because you are my responsibility. So I'm teaching you the way kind of thing. It has to be. It has Mm -hmm. to be because society will do it. TV will do it. Music will do it. Mm -hmm. Brethrens will do it. But so you have to be the loudest voice in 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 their world, in your children's world, as a father, I believe. No, I fully hear that. Definitely. I fully hear that. And I really had that answer as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of went in, boy. Yeah, I'm, 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 kind of, I'm very passionate about that because of the resistance I've had. Mm. It's kind of built a, a relentlessness in, regardless of what it is, mm-hmm. you're going to know who dad is and right. you're going to know that I'm here for you. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Also as well, because obviously this is obviously the first time I've obviously hearing your story as well. Yeah, so sure. I, and obviously I can imagine how long it was was for you, kind of uh, thing. Yeah. Obviously, this could for some people have a strain on their mental. Of okay? course. 100%. So I was just asking, like, how do you keep yourself saying? Well, what made you? What kept you saying at that period? Kind of I, thing. I think admitting that I wasn't okay. I think that's the okay. main thing. Um, like waking up and I don't want to draw the curtains. Um, it's it's a painful it's a painful place when you go to work and you have to put on a brave face because you don't want anyone to ask you questions. Mm-hmm. But you're crumbling inside because of circumstances regarding your your seed. And then you go home and then that's when you offload. Um, I think admitting that I wasn't okay. That's one. I kind of joined this group called Families Need Fathers. Okay. Oh. Yeah, there's a group okay. in London that they help um, fathers who are who have to go court mm-hmm. or who don't see their children. It's like a focal group, but it's very it's very depressing. I can't even lie. Not right. like no um, shade on families need fathers, but you hear a lot of sob stories and um, very few uh, victories. Right. Very well, few yeah. victories. Um, so I it was good for it for what it was at that stage, but. I th- I think admitting that wasn't okay and also having good people around you to encourage you, that's something that helps with um, the mental mental health or mental mental state of when you are going through that and people just to encourage. Because I have so many people say, ah, like uncles are like, ah, he's your son, he'll come back to you. Or, you know, that's your, your child. I mean, they were just reinforced. Remember what you did when he was born or remember um, the times you had with him. And I've got so many um, techniques like writing uh, stories or writing letters. And mailing it to myself, and then when I have the opportunity to see him again or have him again, read it to him so he knows that he 
he he's, he has a father that loved him. Mm-hmm. So many wonderful wow. things. You actually, I mean, <laughs> I gave that advice yeah. to a friend of mine going through the same mad, situation mad, as you. Mad. I told him write the letters. Has to. It's almost like you know, just to document the <laughs> Bro, proof you of have, my efforts. You have to because the mother's gonna be in the ear yes. and my days. You that have is, to. That was just off the cuff. But I felt like it was God led when I was telling. But him. it is. So yeah. But it is. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, you know what that would do. When you sit down with your child and you you open it, every form of uh, blockade, every form of deception, every form of scale will just come off because they're exactly reading that. your, in a sense, your love letter. Mm-hmm. And the proof is there. You yeah. In the pudding. Dated. Dated, stamped. You know, stamped. Everything. It's such a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can find your kind of peace. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, if you're a praying person, you can find your peace in that. And then at the same time, I think being able to try to get on with day to day life, it does help. The rhythm of life does mm-hmm. does help in mm-hmm. just f- factor in your mind. Because obviously, we get we, we have rhythms. All of us have rhythms. I remember you saying that. Yeah, time ago. yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have rhythms, and you. If you upset the rhythm, that's when you kind of you kind of go off track. But if you right. can try your best to keep on the rhythm, so the same time you go into work. The same if you go gym continue going gym but also admit that i'm not okay mm-hmm. if you it, it gets worse if you tr- if you if you're in denial about yeah. it no, yeah no i totally hear that and i think yeah what you just said is obviously absolutely amazing just the little techniques that you used to do because mm. i mean i would have thought to do something like mm. that kind of thing do you get what i mean but yeah, i mean yeah. i think it's just it sounds like a really like therapeutic way just to kind of Definitely. you know let your feelings out and i feel like especially like like well, for all fathers across the board, but especially for black fathers as well, I feel like there's this fear of just being like too soft or vulnerable. too, yeah, too vulnerable. Yeah. And <laughs> obviously I'm, I'm not a father myself, but I mean, you know, I feel like it's a part of being a father. Do you yeah. know what I mean? mean? I, that I had. So yeah. my pops didn't pass with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, awesome. my, my pops is a, my, is a, he's a hard man mm-hmm. in regards to, I've never seen him like, yeah, I've never seen him really show a certain level of emotion, mm. you know? And so I, I grew up and I realized whenever I saw a young man, like a boy, zero to five crying, it's okay, between two and six, yeah? <laughs> I was annoyed, yeah. borderline angry. Yeah. Like no, no cap. Like I was seeing a little three, four year old boy crying and it's annoying me. Like I would see his equivalent, a young girl, and I'm diving on the yeah, floor, yeah, yeah, yeah. grabbing, how you mm. doing, baby, you all right? But I'm like, stand up, come on, you're good, stand up, yeah. like, you know? And I had to really always, um, a friend of mine's son actually broke that for me. Okay. Yeah, a young boy called Amari, he's my good, um, good friend and sister. Um, her son, like I don't know, something just happened where he was being a baby boy, mm-hmm. and I had no problem with it. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the scales fell off, and I'm like, "You are a baby mm-hmm. boy, whether you're baby girl, baby boy, or who the rest." Of- if baby. you can laugh, <laughs> yeah. like laughing is a form of expression, crying right. also yes. is a form mm-hmm. of expression. If I can entertain that side of the spectrum, I must be able to entertain the sure. next. Yeah. And it just literally fell. You know, and from that day, it didn't affect me as much, but it's definitely because growing up, my dad didn't have that. It's like, yeah, come on, come on. Like, yeah. I was seen as the mommy's boy, the crybaby. Okay. My dad didn't even let me go to my brother's school because it was a boy's school. And uh, you want to go to your brother's school. Yeah, of course you do. Like, yeah. he's in year 11. Mm. I would have been in year 7. It would give me a bit okay, more of a, okay. you know, mm. integration. Mm. But my dad said no because it's a boy's school and I'm a wussy. Wow. You know, like, he didn't use the word wussy, but yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting for sure. So I actually, I've got some, a lot of white middle class friends, yeah? Mm-hmm. And they tend to like, I saw something years ago and they were calling their son darling. Oh yes. I've had, I've had that. I've seen that. I've, I mean, what? Yeah, or sweetheart. Darling, sweetheart. sweetheart. <laughs> I call, I do that with lion. Do you? Yeah. I mean, I darling and sweetheart lion 
like a good white middle class chap. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, I really yeah. darling him. Like look, I can really see, is. like he was in the barbershop getting his first haircut yeah. um about six or so days ago, yeah. and I was there like, oh, I don't know where he's darling, but obviously it's our barbershop yeah, yeah. where the culture's not that. And I could tell, I could see each time I said someone's looking like, he's a boy or a girl. I can see he's a boy. Like, yeah. and I was like, hey darling, you know it's all right, boy. You know, like, <laughs> but yeah, but we here for it, man. <laughs> That's so mad. That. But then yeah, it's true though. I feel like males or boys always seem to be meant to be some sort of emotionless beast. Like we're mm. meant to just go through every trial and tribulation and just smile at the end of it because yeah. we're men. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Or we're boys, you know what I mean? But I feel like learning how to be in touch with your emotional side from a younger age allows you to become more open as a person and develop and not necessarily take things so personal. You know, you yeah. just build up these characteristics and these traits and skills that allow you to be- intelligence. Exactly that. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. that. And it will mm. save your sanity. Yeah, totally. I never cried for nine years, not one tear. Wow. Friends murdered by my side, didn't cry for nine years. As a result mm. of the initial kind of- um, Chastisement. Yeah, crying. of mm. crying. Mm. And mm. I am like, I'm, I'm heavily on the spectrum. A lot of people don't know, I'm gonna be kind of leading with that a little bit later on. but. I'm on the spectrum quite heavily, like diagnosed, like NHS, like okay. I can get disabled parking, you know, if I, mm. you know, like that's just the reality of it. So I got a certain sort of brain that um, I'm a very high performing spectrum camouflager. Okay. Are you getting Very me? high function. Yeah. Very, very high function. Very high very function. High Borderline. So I mean, like, yeah. I got times where I just want to tap like, your head. Yeah, like, straight. I used to watch television with my hand in the air. Just like this, I'd just be sat there for hours and everyone mm. started getting quite worried. Like, why does he, couldn't tie my laces till I was 11 years old. Yeah, yeah I'm in the top sets doing my year nine SATs in year six. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it Rain was man. like, yeah, 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 for sure. So I, I, I remember at one point I just turned off the tears. I just said, I'm never doing that again. It was when my friend um, was murdered by my side a, a day before my GCSE exams. Cried, 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 he never came back. People were getting distressed at the fact I was crying. I remember everyone telling me I was a crybaby. Then I said, you know, tears don't help. And I just cut them out of my life for nine years. And I mean, the effect of that was devastating. Devastating. I mean, when I see a young man crying, mm. I want to catch the tear mm -hmm. like it is gold. Yeah. So when they wipe it too quickly, like, oh, sorry, or oh, you never do that on my watch. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I yeah. know what it is to turn it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is healthy, it is needed, mm. it is necessary, yeah. you know? So I wish I was a crier. I, I can cry now, but I'm not a crier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so no wedding day crying, no baby come crying. Yeah. I'm happy, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> yeah. I just not a crier as such, you know? But I can cry, so we give thanks. <laughs> yeah, but literally it's real, man. Express, man. No, 100%. 100% that's the best way to do it to be honest Definitely. and we've always obviously just tried to encourage people just to obviously whatever you're feeling just let it out mm. that's always been our number one model since we started doing this even before we started actually doing the podcast right. like me and Fabian were really close so mm. we speak to each other about most topics if not everything so I feel like there's times when he's angry I'm like okay just offload to speak to me and he knows even days after work Stefan, you know the kind of stuff I've been dealing yeah, with. Yeah, that's right. He's the person I call straight away. Yeah, yeah, I have to offload. <laughs> you need a safe and then, space. Bro. And then I move on in my day. I'm like, cool, I've spoken about it. It's off now. Yeah. And I move yeah. on. I don't yeah, feel yeah, no yeah. Att emotion attached towards it. Okay. That emotion doesn't drag me along throughout that's the right. day. It's done. That's you know right. what I mean? So for me, that is my outlet to talk. As soon as something happens, talk. Even if it's a relationship that, you know, the girl's doing nonsense to my head, I'll talk. Someone I'll speak about. People don't like to talk their business. They feel like oh, no one really cares, but once you find that close-knit network that, you know, value your word and care for you, you will just express all day long and you feel better. Men need I mean? safe, we need safe spaces. I mean, it's not really popular and it's not really talked about, but mm. we need safe spaces. We need, we, need, we need individuals or particular people that we can actually just offload to without no form of guilt, without no form of, oh, you're gonna speak about this later and you can actually get off what's on your chest or even ask for advice knowing that you're not gonna be judged. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Yesterday Agreed. I went um, Nando's with a friend and he literally was like, I'm going through a lot of things. And in this day and age, obviously when you're home it's cold, you wanna chill, but I thought, nah, he reached out. So he, we, we, we were groomsmen in a wedding um, three months ago and we shared a room together. And through sharing a room together, we kind of built that kind of safe space with one another. Mm. So much so that he felt like, okay, I want to link up and let's talk about things. And we did that. And afterwards, he was like, it was so refreshing, it was so needed. And I thought to myself, you know what? Like, we may think that it doesn't mean anything, but it means everything. It means everything. It's everything. I mean, this, this silence 
like there was a level of silence when after my son. Mm. So my, with Lion, it was a bit of a weird one because I was ready for him, as ready as ready can be, mm. yeah? I was happy he was coming. Then he came, and then the reality of the fact that my life is not my own, mm-hmm. that played with me. Because I am a, like, hippie. Mm-hmm. Free spirit. I am yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, like, gotcha. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, me, it's lifestyle. You know, I'm just here. Like, I, I hate pigeonholes. I hate boxes. I hate walls. You know, anything that stands around. I hate yeah. fences, gates. And then I'm just like, and then now I'm like, wow, he's here. Like, and there's only before and after, you know? So it just became like, now that he's here. And that played with me. Mm. And I weren't able to really speak to anyone about that. Mm. So I almost had to work it out myself, you know? But as a result, it actually did lead to a bit of depression mm. amongst other things, mm-hmm. you know? But thank God I'm on the other side of that now. But yeah. I never saw, I knew he weren't the reason. It was more my reasoning, the fact that I weren't able to have that space to yeah. be able to not be silent, you know, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Even the fact you, being able to express that is big. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. then you be able, hopefully you're speaking to someone who is quite level-headed and have a form of empathy and they'll be able to be like, okay, so why do you think that? Cause I'm, I'm doing counseling, I'm studying counseling, should I say? And I realized that just being able to sit down in an environment where you feel like you will not be judged and your, um, your words mean something. I think that's the most important thing. For what you just said, mm. what came into my mind, Carl, was that so many men go through that, mm. yeah. but they don't speak with anyone. Speak. Yeah. Like first and foremost, so if, if you believe in marriage, getting married, that can sometimes be a kind of claustrophobic thing because For especially sure. if you're used to being a free spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Then afterwards, a child coming, I whoa, mean, that that's is, a yeah. next level. Yeah, that's a, that's a next level. <laughs> it is, yeah. And it's not talked about, it's not talked no, about. It's next level, that one there, for sure. And it's, and, 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 I think the, <laughs> <laughs> We're talking, baby. You're talking. <laughs> I, think, I think the most important thing is that it's normal to have these thoughts. Mm, yeah. It's not abnormal, you're not weird. Um, to have to be overwhelmed is normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To feel like okay, oh, I feel trapped. It's normal, but we're not we're not told that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think women have far more um, groups or avenues to express, and men is lacking. Word. Mm. But it, it, with this podcast and other things, it's changing. The yeah, culture has to change that. for men. Hundred percent, man. 100%. It has to. Like you said, when you was in your when you're stuck in a rut with your situation, the number one thing was acceptance. 100. You know what I mean? Yeah, Once yeah. you have accepted a situation or a circumstance, mm-hmm. you fully own power over it. Right. Because you just learn, you acknowledge it, you move forward from it, you know what to do, what not to do. Right, you know right. what I mean? It kind of gives you some sort of power. So I feel like, like you said, people or young men expressing mm. themselves, owning their stuff and being accepting of their situation right. allows them to find a new avenue to see like, okay, cool. Even learning how to do that. Yeah. That, because it's, it's not necessary for men, it's not necessarily natural. It's true. It's true. Um, it's true. But being taught how to do that or take ownership and um, emotionally, because we can take ownership of other things, jobs, bank accounts, cars. But when it comes to how you feel personally within yourself, that's a whole different type of puzzle. Mm. And I think we need to be taught how to do it. Yeah, so I just bro. threw a curveball because true, I, I wasn't true, taught. I, I learned everything self-taught. I had to even, go through even, it. Yeah, even me as yeah. well. Like I feel yeah. like for me, my method of doing that was from reading and meditating. Okay, that's, yes. that's what... I feel like my mind being closed off mm. from people and from everything external yeah. allowed me to see what was within. Internal, yes, you know I mean? yes, yes, yes. Also, and, yeah. allowing yourself to be open. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Don't close yourself off. If you've got opportunity to do better and do good, be open and yes. allow that to come. And to be you. uncomfortable. Yeah. Agreed. I thrive with being uncomfortable. No, exactly. Yeah. Literally. 100%. Yeah, I man. just like being uncomfortable. I done well not knowing <laughs> what the next step was, but yeah. just going with the punches. Like, whatever happened next, I'll face it and I'll tackle it. And you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly that. It's courage in that. 100%, man. No, man. Well, I mean, I'm not so kind of to, you know, wrap up on all that. I know, that. Man, yeah, man. <laughs> But honestly, I, I don't want to start this conversation. I really don't. I really don't. Yeah, really but really time is running. This is <laughs> yeah. in it, man. Like, so honestly, thin. like, guys, like, like, hand on my heart, this has just been, it has, it's been an experience for me. And honestly, like, yeah, I likewise. really thank you guys. It's been really, really eye-opening, man. Coming down oh, here, pleasure, man. Honestly, man. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Fabian, as you know, as well, like, Carl, you don't even know, but I've been, uh, like, I'm like, I've been saying to Fabian for about, yeah. And I said to him, Fabian, like, probably about three, four years ago, like, I want Carl to be my mentor. Yes. Yeah. But I never, I yeah. knew how to contact you and stuff, but I never done it. I just thought, you know what? Work on yourself, yourself. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And right. then 
the world, the universe, God himself has Look put us together. Now here we are. So we could talk about that. Yeah, butterfly effect, man. Yeah, that's like goals, man. Hundred percent, man. It's awesome. Keep it going, man. I was just gonna say before we wrap up, okay, just very quickly, okay, for. Fathers who would like to obviously get in contact with their children or their yeah. child, I should say, okay. What would you say, just off the top of your head, the first thing to do and what would you advise kind of thing? Ooh, if they want to get in contact yeah. with their children. And, and there's resistance. Or oh, yeah. you mean, is there distance or resistance? Distance. Mm-hmm. Is it the fact that they haven't been in touch? And then they now want to break the silence or, you know, yeah. or is it the fact They've that been told they can't been told yeah. that they can't be in touch? Well, okay, put it like this. Um, you haven't made an effort, okay. but okay. there's still opportunity for you to, you. to do better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say that literally we're all tourists. Mm-hmm. It's the one thing I actually live by. It's my biggest, that is my mantra. Like the fact that we are tourists in every new moment mm-hmm. and every new thing, there's going to be that feeling of, um, it's not going to be comfortable. We're not mm. going to be pros at it, you know? So right. even if they, in a wonky way, wanted to go and say hello, yes. just say hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you getting me? At least you've started the process and eventually tourism will just turn into habitation, Yeah, you know? So I feel like, yeah, just go for it. There's not going to be no clear cut way. And yeah, you're going to fail, but keep failing. And eventually you it's might break through, man. I reckon. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. That's real. I think for me, it's I think, forgive yourself at first because end of the day much as we try to as men try to drown out our emotions mm. it will play on your subconscious mm. it will play on you so just forgive yourself firstly and literally go for it it's your responsibility as everything else everything else that you take responsibility over that's your that's your seed that's your child as you said there's no blueprint there isn't any blueprint and that's the main main thing no blueprint forgive yourself and literally go for it the, the, I know we're going to wrap up, but the, the, I've got many examples as to guys who didn't know what the outcome was going to be when they contacted their father, who was mm. estranged, mm. but they still did it. And then through that, it was a beautiful story of meeting his children, family, brothers and sisters he doesn't even know, just by taking that first step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So forgive yourself, take that first step. Agreed. Perfect. Wonky yeah. or not. Yes. Yeah. It's guys, been a pleasure having you guys here. Now. Thank you for having awesome. me. If we could just like drop down the socials for some people cool, listening cool. to yeah, get in sweet. contact with you guys. Yes, mine's empower underscore U, and that's the letter U. Yeah, yeah. and IG it is Carl with a K K A R L underscore Loco L O K K O. That's okay. Lima Oscar Kilo. I've been stopped way too much. Way too much. Stopped way too much. I bet they're not stopping yes. you now. No, they're yeah. not. They're yeah, not. But guys, it's been a pleasure. It's been amazing. Like we said, episode five, Liz Alive. We out. Over and out.